Welcome to TTM Cast One on One with Jeff Baker. Every Wednesday, we'll bring one on one interviews with hobby professionals, former athletes, authors, and collectors. Sponsored by Certified Sports Guarantee. Go to csgcards.com for sports card grading for the win. And by sportscollectorsdaily.com. If it happens in the hobby, you'll find it on sportscollectorsdaily.com. And sponsored by gemrate.com. The latest grading statistic from the four major grading companies is just a click away. Visit gemrate.com. It's free. Sponsored by Collects, the free app for scanning and valuing your cards. Use the app to build your collection and buy and sell with other collectors. Turn the hobby into your side hustle. And now, here's our host, Jeff Baker. Here we go. Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday, July 25th. It is a holiday. Woo! The National is here. Yes. You are listening to the TTM Cast One on One. TTM Cast One on One. It's our Wednesday show. We're gonna we're gonna release it on Tuesday because I'll be in the air flying to Chicago on Wednesday. But uh, we'll, we'll pretend it's Wednesday. Okay, Drew. Ready? Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys my name's jeff baker i am the host of your program talking to you from boston massachusetts and the, the other dude on the other line way out in arlington texas his name is drew pelto he is dfw grapher on youtube on instagram make sure you follow him guys he is on twitter okay make sure you follow him he does a, a new video just about every week how's the new video doing drew it's good. Just got it posted up yesterday. And uh, yeah, I haven't, uh, I've gotten at least one comment on it so far. So there's that. So it's people are seeing it. Can you leave your house now? Are the paparazzi's out there taking pictures of you? People asking for autographs when you go to the supermarket? Is that, how, how is it being so famous? Yeah, that, that's what I'm going to claim the uh, the cameras outside. Are they not security cameras? That's the paparazzi trying to, you know, get footage of me. <laughs> that's that's it. That's the ticket. Yeah, My man, he's famous. He's, he is famous <laughs> and he is a content creator and we love having him he's, he knows more about ttm than anyone guys he he is the ttm uh i don't know he's like the the yoda of ttming right <laughs> autographs you shall get hmm? yeah ttm <laughs> jedi the jedi yes. masters drew pelto he's, he's gonna help us out guys we have a fun show for you today uh we're gonna have ezra levine ezra levine was the ceo of collectibles.com which is the fractional uh company investment company and he has left uh, collectibles and now he has joined a new company it's called mascot and it is a um inventory management software that you can use for free and it is for not just um store owners it's also for collectors as well so we're going to talk to Ezra about uh, Mascot. He just came aboard. He's been with them for a couple of weeks now, and they've got all sorts of cool plans. They just had their their relaunch the other day. And, uh, uh, you know, we're going to talk to him about the, the company and, and about the hobby. And, and uh, it, it's it's a really interesting interview. And Ezra is a uh, a big player in the hobby, right, as a, as a whole. And uh, he has a lot, lot to talk about. So that is coming up. Guys, i just remind everyone, collects the collects marketplace is now live drew i've gotten three cards delivered already nice so i got my brian Erlackers yesterday so i got those for this national i got my my fred lynn card so i've got three three cards delivered from collects and you know how much money do you think it cost me drew um i'm just out of pocket you mean after you include that ten dollars i'm gonna say maybe about what two dollars out of pocket no no dollars and no cents Nice. No dollars and no cents. Guys, you want $10 for free? 
And when I say free, $10 for free, you can bet, use $10. There's no betting. It's just $10 to use in any in their marketplace. You can buy any card you want, any multiple cards you want. You get 10 bucks. So I've got, I think I actually have $3 left that I'm going to, I'm going to still use. So if you want $10 to spend in collects marketplace, it's really easy. All you have to do is go in to um, the app store or Google play and download collects. Doesn't cost you anything. C-O-L-L-X download it for free and then send us your collects name and your uh, email address, your collects name and your email address and send that to ttmcast at yahoo.com. And then Collects will send you $10 and put $10 right in your account and you can spend it any way you want. Pretty easy. Drew's got his 10 bucks. I know a lot of our listeners have their $10. I, I got my $10 I've been spending and the, it's been working seamlessly, Drew. No problem. I ordered my cards, picked them out, got a, uh, uh, an email to thank you for your order. A couple of days later, I got an email. Thank you for your, your cards been shipped and then they came. Nice. A lot easier than eBay. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so check it out. You want $10 from Collects? All you have to do, remember, get your Collects user ID and your email address. Put in the in the email address, in the email subject line, $10 coupon, and we'll send it to Collects, and Collects will do the rest, and then you can go spend, 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 right? $10, yes. do whatever you want with it. Send it to who asked that? TTMcast at yahoo.com. He's the man. He is the man. He just made, he just made uh, 50 cents. Yeah. Right? 50 cents. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I went to the Red Sox and Mets last Saturday at Fenway Park. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous night. And the Red Sox won. It was, they were winning. We, I left, it was eight to three in the eighth inning because it's a lot. There were a lot of people that were packed and they ended up, it ended up being an eight to six game. So I'm glad I, I left early because I, I would have had a heart attack if, if I thought they had a shot to lose that game because they, yeah. they were way up. They, were, they had four, four home runs off of uh, Scherzer. Scherzer looked, not like very human and uh no one signed not one person was signing autographs i did not see one player sign an autograph while i was there Jeez, unbelievable and there was no one in the store signing autographs but i am going on the ninth and there is somebody coming but we don't know so i i i I will uh they they said to be announced so all right uh i I missed rick burleson's going to be there next week and i forget who else is going to be there ken ryan and somebody else are going to be there uh, another date so hopefully there'll be a couple guys signing autographs on uh when i go on the night so that, that that's my next red sox game also i wrote an article for sports collectors digest uh in their issue that's at the national it, it's uh available it'll be available online on less wolf kind of tips to for the national and, and uh what less and i um talked a bunch of, about a bunch of stuff and national related and that is an article it's very it's i think it's the second to last page of the magazine so make sure you check that out also i do write a, a weekly article for sports collectors daily but there will be no article this week because i'm going to chicago so no article this week for me in sports collectors daily but please follow me on social media at uh, TTMcast on all social media, except on Twitter, I am cast TTM because somebody has TTMcast that doesn't use it. Lame. They took, they, you know, they got, they took it like five years ago. It's a dead account. No one uses it. So, so I'm cast TTM on Twitter. Have but, you checked recently to see if they've, uh, if they've maybe deleted it off there or anything like that? And maybe no, I, I checked about a year ago and it, oh, it was still there. So I think I should check to see if I can get that. Cause I really would like to have that as an yeah. account, but I do have, you know, I do have a lot of followers now on Twitter, so I don't want to lose my, my group followers that I already have, you know? 
Oh, you wouldn't. You can. I think you can actually change just your regular Twitter name every so often or something like that. So. Well, that would be good. How was your week so far? Pretty good start to it so far. Went down on Saturday and Sunday to a couple ball games. On uh, Saturday, went down to Cleburne, just south of Fort Worth, and saw the uh, Cleburne Railroaders play at home against the Kansas City Monarchs. Monarchs ended up winning that one three to two. Uh, decent showing on the autograph front. Uh, just nice. looking through here real quick. Um, Kansas City is loaded, by the way, with former major leaguers on their team. So they had uh, Brandon Finnegan, who used to play with the uh, Royals and the Reds. First player ever to play in a College World Series and a Major League World Series in the same season. That's cool. He was, yeah, he was there. Uh, yeah, it's a pitcher, right? Yeah, pitch a relief to, pitcher. Yeah, uh, he there. Uh, he converted to a starter at some point. I know because he's in the starting rotation for them now. Um, yeah, not sure when exactly he did that because I don't have any innings pitch stats on the back of his card here. But yeah, he uh, he's on their starting rotation now. But he started the game before, so fortunately, uh, I was able to get him as he came in after doing a. Uh, just a quick uh, bullpen session beforehand and everything. But uh, yeah, he signed everything I had. Uh, who else was there? Chris Herman is one of their catchers. He used to be with, let's see, the Twins and the uh, Diamondbacks for a bit. He's actually top three in the American Association right now in home runs, RBI, and batting average. So wow. he's yeah, near the uh, n- close to a potential triple crown in that league, which would be kind of cool there. I'm looking through. I'm trying to go through my cards here. I've got real quick. Unfortunately, it's got my stuff from both these outings I did plus uh, – one from a couple previous weeks there. And I think th- those are the big ones. I also got uh, Brian O'Grady. O'Grady was the uh, played with Tampa Bay and San Diego. And also got a Mike Rodolfo, who I needed for my uh, 21 Heritage Miners set. Nice. Which heads up for anybody going to see uh, Kansas City play. This first name is Miker. It looks like it's Micker, M-I-C-K-E-R. It's Miker, and he will correct you on it. So uh, <laughs> just, go, just go with Miker on that. Yeah, how many times in his life has he had the wrong name for uh right pronounced probably quite a bit yeah but uh didn't have anybody for cleveland cleveland's down to only having one former major leaguer on their roster now oh i got jacob robson as well former tigers outfielder forgot him okay uh so then on sunday went down to frisco we had the uh frisco rough riders at home against the uh, san antonio missions so the padres and rangers double a squads and i don't think i've ever been able to say this before until today but in one single day i was able to get both the number one prospects for two different teams to sign for me a single day wow good for you yeah, got uh for the Padres. It's uh, Jackson Merrill. He uh, signed, I only I had two cards of him. He only signed the one right there. That's a nice signature, though. Oh yeah, I like it. It turned out great and everything. But he will not sign his twenty one Bowman card because it is not him on the card. Oh wow. Yeah, if you look, the uh, batter on it is right handed, and uh, he refused to sign because of that. Because I thought it was just like some for some you know he didn't want to get resold because you know first Bowman and everything like that. So I said, "Would you mind personalizing?" He's like, no, I don't sign it all. I'm like, all right, cool, no problem. And then add that to your list. You got to add that to your database list. Oh, I'm a step ahead of you. I got that one put in. Yep. All right, did good. That, uh, did that yesterday. Uh, but yeah, I got him. And then after the game, I was able to get Evan Carter, the Rangers' top prospect, who he has been stricken by deafness all year. Anytime I've asked, and he also takes a side exit out the stadium, so I've never saw him outside afterward. But there you go. He signed a card for me right there. That's a nice one. And I've already got somebody who needs it for a set who has somebody that has a set card that I need. So I've already got a trade uh, in progress for that one. I got Carter last year for uh, the 21 Heritage set. So I'm all, pretty much all set there. But yeah, did really well with uh, both of them. I mean, just looking through here on the, uh, it's funny, I was actually looking, uh, Merrill is right now the number, is he the number nine prospect in all of baseball. And Evan Carter is the number six prospect in all of baseball. I right now have six of the top 12 uh, prospects on uh, on a signed card so far, which is very cool. That's really cool. Yeah, big shock for me to see that. I'm like, wow, hey, hold on a second here. But 
Yeah, just looking through the rest of San Diego's top 30 here, um, trying to see who else I had. I didn't have anything for Corey Howell, but he always signs. He was uh, great about when I did see him there. Um, How's Jack Leiter doing? Not good. He's uh, What happened to him? I don't know. He's just, I don't think he's ever going to really pan out at this point. He's just, he's fallen to the number five prospect in the Rangers organization. I don't know if he's even top 100 across Major League Baseball now. I mean, he's a big kid, isn't he? He's uh, 6'1", 205. He's not like a huge guy or anything okay. like that. But I think, I mean, he still is having control and command troubles where, I mean, when he gets a guy on base, it seems like he's overthrowing everything. Because, you know, when you pitch out a stretch, typically you lose some speed off your stuff and everything. And it's weird when he pitches out of the stretch. Okay, out of a full windup, he's hitting like 96, 97 on the gun. When he goes out of the stretch, he's been hitting 98 a few times. And I think what's happening is uh, his control also goes down with it. I think he's overthrowing everything. He's trying to make up for that loss of speed by, you know, getting more behind it and he's yeah. losing control because of it. So he ends up overthrowing his fastball and ends up, you know, with it going super high or he'll bounce curveballs at 58 feet or so. And yeah, you got to figure that out before you get to the major league level. I mean, you got to figure out how to pitch out of the stretch and, you know, how to, how to work with that loss of speed on there instead of trying to ratchet it up too much. So it just shows, goes to show you that it's a crapshoot, right? Yeah. The kid has all the pedigree. He's got the size. He's got the, uh, you know, he's throwing 90 plus, whatever, 95 miles an hour. His dad's a, a former player and pitcher and can't figure the kid can't figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the other top 30 I got for the Rangers was uh, Luis Angel Acuna was their uh, pregame signer that they had at the season ticket hole or the season ticket info tent. So got him on a few cards. Unfortunately, my pen malfunctioned on me or I didn't prep the card well enough, which I think is ridiculous because I prepped the hell out of those things. Oh, but. that's too bad. Yeah, so it bubbled a little bit on, uh, well, bubbled real bad on one of them, a little bit on the other two. So, yeah, um, I've, I've been recommended a different pen to check out at least. So I might try one of those soon and report back from there. But overall, I mean, this is, over the last couple of weeks, this is the stack of stuff that I have gotten signed right there. You can well, I'll look at that. That's, that's probably, what, 100 cards, 150 cards? It's probably, yeah, about 100 or so, I think, in here. And that's that goes back to when... Um, was it when Midland was here a couple of weeks ago, a few TTMs, which I mean, TTM has been far, few and far between. And then the two games this weekend. So yeah, doing pretty decent there. At least I, I got to put you, these in is, with everything. He is, is the, the Yoda. He's the Jedi master <laughs> of, of autographs, man. Yeah. He's I'm jealous. I am jealous. I wouldn't hey, say I that. I mean, up. I mean, I'd, I'd still say that uh, less is significantly more toward Yoda level. I'm kind of like a lower Obi-Wan basically. <laughs> <laughs> You still ranked, my friend. Hey, I, I forgot to tell you, I picked up um, four blaster boxes of Topps um, Chrome. Oh, nice! I, I got them. Uh, I got them yesterday or two days ago, and I think uh, either I think it was. I think I got a Target, either Target or Walmart. Okay. I forget which one. And um, so they'll be coming next week when I'm when I'm away. But uh, I'm very happy about that. Nice. So yeah, how about you? Have you been getting any 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 cards buying cards? Uh, no, not really. I made a couple of trades that have come in. So got a couple of uh, set hits that way. And that's been about it. I post a whole bunch of stuff on a Facebook group. We'll be talking more about Facebook groups a little bit later here. A little teaser ahead right there. But I post a bunch in a trading group of all the autograph stuff that I have for trade. And I got like no sniffs on it from anybody. It's weird. I mean, I know there's good stuff in there that's yeah. listed there. And I don't know if just nobody has anything I need or if people are just too lazy to go looking through everything or what exactly. But yeah, there's been nothing. That's weird. All right, bud. I think we got all our, our housekeeping in order. I think we will start batting leadoff. All right, batting leadoff. It is hobby happening. Let's get the show started. 
Leading off, we look at hobby happenings. Smart collectors turn to Sports Collectors Daily to stay up to date. From new releases to incredible collections hitting the auction block, news from inside the business of sports collectibles, and much more, Sports Collectors Daily has it, all with no subscription cost. SC Daily also delivers a live look at the most watched sports card auctions on eBay for every sport. Sign up to get the headlines in your email for free or just visit the website whenever you like. With 16,000 stories in the archive going back 16 years, there is always plenty to read at sportscollectorsdaily.com. Yay! Yeah, we, we we don't have any money in our budget for for sound effects. We uh we have to use the cheesy as cheesy as they get. Yeah, like, you, you, you have happens, to deal with us trying to imitate it. That's that's yeah. That's <laughs> it. Hobby happens. Kind of a summary of what's been going on in the hobby. We're uh you know we only got a couple days here because we obviously recorded uh Saturday, so we only got a couple days worth of news. I just want to remind everyone that if you if you've been living under a rock, the national is here. Actually, going to the VIP um what is it called meeting dinner whatever they whatever they want to call it right the signing yeah the preview night preview the night, preview night and it is going to be uh, Bob Lilly, B.J. Armstrong, and Marcel Dion there are going to be there i've got uh, photos and cards for all these guys to sign so looking forward to uh that hopefully we'll see some uh listeners there and, and looking forward to it then we will do the um a little little preview and then on um wednesday night my wife and i are going to go to the next gen party they have a they have a party off site and we're going to go check it out and in nice. uh partied up with Scott right and his team so we're, we're looking forward to that and then we're going to go uh, uh we have din dinner plans basically every night one night we're going to do Clemente and uh and Les and we're going to uh, we're going to Gibson's and then we're going to an Italian restaurant and then we're going to Harry Carey's one night so well, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to put on like 10 pounds <laughs> at this show looking forward to it so uh, I will be reporting on social media about everything that's going on in the national so make sure you follow me there drew we have some grading numbers to let you guys know about we do we've got them for the first half of the year already here we've uh, gotten from uh, january through june almost eight million cards graded across the companies through the first uh, half of the that's year that's just there. a wow that is just a wow yeah. drew it is uh psa leading the way as you probably would expect 6.4 million cards graded by them that is a six percent increase over the first six months of uh, 2022 SGC 57 or 575,000. That is a 34% increase since last year. Beckett 390,000 cards graded. That's a 28% increase. CGC a 10% decrease, but still 468,000 cards. That puts them solidly in third there between SGC and Beckett. So yeah. nice job there by the by the new guy, by the new kids on the block there. Very cool. Imagine eight, 8 million cards, Drew. That's a lot wow. of freaking cards. No kidding. I mean, I I don't even know if I could fit eight million in this room here without uh, having it up to my knees, basically, or all up to my waist, probably. I, I would be I would be living in the backyard if I had eight million cards in this house. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, Drew, we have some news for from our friends at ComC. Uh, PSA and ComC have instituted a new partnership. ComC users can submit their cards to PSA for authentication and grading through ComC. So that that's a nice another, another way to submit your cards. Uh, you know, ComC sells a lot of cards, and I know they're they're uh, on eBay, and there's also to uh, they have all sorts of users. So that's a great great deal for ComC users to be able to submit their cards through ComC to PSA. Also, Brett 
Quiggins. Quiggins, uh, he was the president, CEO of PWCC, and Fanatics has taken over, and uh, they have let Brett go. So Brett is no longer with WPC, WPWCC. Not a surprise, right, Drew? That's not, not really much of a surprise. Yeah, not a surprise and also disappointing, though. I mean, at the same time, though, hey, fine, he's out of there. Then maybe he can go and start something else that'll maybe be able to compete with Fanatics in uh, in some of those ways. Yeah, initially there were thoughts that he was going to stay on with them, but um, you know, evidently Fanatics made made the decision, and they're a little ruthless sometimes when it comes to people. I think. Yep. Just uh, yeah, yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right, we have some new releases to let you guys know about this week. Uh, Panini, Panini Legacy NFL is coming out, uh, coming out in a couple of days. I believe it is coming out on Thursday. Uh, you get 12 packs of eight cards per pack. There's going to be two autos. I don't have a price on that, but Panini Legacy NFL is coming out in a couple of days. Got a Panini WWE offering coming out. Their select set will be out for uh, 2023. Get 12 packs of five cards, two autos, and one memorabilia card per box there. So, some nice hits, it sounds like, in there. Also, no price point available on that just yet. Yeah, Panini Select Draft Picks are coming out. This is uh, college This is college football NFL 2023. There's three packs per box. You get 15 cards per pack, and there's three autos. So prices will be coming out shortly. They are they're coming out in a couple of days as well. Uh, for the basketball collectors out there, Panini Chronicles NBA is hitting the shelves. Get six packs of eight cards, two autographs per box. We do have a price on this one. That's going to run 250 for a hobby box. Just a couple more news items. We lost Mike Ivey. Mike Ivey uh, was the first pick in the 1971 uh, MLB draft. He uh, played from 1971 to 1983. He played for the Padres, the Giants, the Astros, and the Tigers. He was, what, a first baseman, a third baseman. I think he played a little outfield as well. He was uh, one of five MLB players to hit two pinch hit grand slams in the same season. Uh, Mike Ivey, he was a good, he was a very good TTM or um, he was kind of hot and cold, right? He's one of those guys that kind of ran hot and cold, Drew. Yeah, he did. He was, I never got him myself. I did get him in a trade though, at one point for my 72 set there, but yeah, he started out as a catcher actually, and then moved to a uh, first base there when he had some uh, throwing troubles early on. Yeah. I had gotten him for my 78 set. Mike Ivey uh, passed away. He was 70 years old. Uh, hey, big news from uh, Facebook here for any of you uh, collectors that are on there and looking for some groups. Longtime listener of the show, Dave Snyder, has started up a group on there called Cardboard Exchange. Great place, hopefully, to do some trading once they get some more members to it. I think it's only about 20 members or so right now. So going to get on there and, you know, make some trades. It's definitely a collector-focused group and not like a uh, investor and flipper kind of focused group the way that a lot of the Facebook groups have become there. So looking for a good place to trade, you know, just make some, you know, generic sales, no crazy, you know, quick flips or anything like that for high money or anything. Go and check it out. Cardboard Exchange is the name of the group on Facebook. Jeff and I both joined it. Just, uh, just yeah, today, we actually. both joined. So we're looking forward to some cool exchanges, some yes. cool trades on the group. Dave Snyder is a great collector. We've had him on the show, and uh, maybe we'll have him on a couple of weeks to tell, talk a little about the group and what he's been up to. Very cool. Yeah. Right, Drew. Thank you, okay, guys. We have a fun interview this week, an informative interview with Ezra Levine. Ezra Levine, of course, used to be the CEO at Collectibles. He is now the CEO of a company called Mascot, and they are a um, inventory management software and a um, place where you can sell your cards in multiple marketplaces. Uh, there's no charge to join and download the the software. Um, and we talked to Ezra about his new company, about what. Um, inspired him to go join this company and why he chose this company 
and all the cool things that you can do in this new marketplace. So make sure you, you check it out. It is Mascot. Check it out and please enjoy my interview with Ezra Levine, new CEO of Mascot. This week's interview is brought to you by Certified Sports Guarantee. CSGcards.com for superior sports card certification and grading. The Certified Collectibles Group is playing to win. CGC Trading Cards and CSG are combining into CGC Cards, solidifying its position as one of the world's largest and most prominent card grading services. With the merger, collectors get a number of upgrades, including the option to submit without a paid membership, a Gem Mint 10 grading scale, a sleek new label, a simplified submission process, and prices you are going to love. Grade all your cards with CGC Cards and visit cgccards.com today. All right, guys, we have a very special guest today. We have Ezra Levine. See, Ezra Levine. Ezra, Ezra Levine. I got it. Perfect. Got it. <laughs> Ezra, of course, was uh, CEO of Collectibles.com. He has left Collectibles, and he has joined uh, a new company and re uh, re formulated company if you will uh the new company's name is mascot you can follow them on social media at with mascot and at their website is www.withmascot.com and Ezra's going to tell us a little about the new company that he that he's with and uh really exciting things that are happening with it so uh Ezra why don't you tell us a little about uh mascot and, and who's it, who's it for and, and what people can do there yeah great uh yeah I found uh, a company last year called slab folio which truly blew my uh, breath away. I was incredibly impressed by what it could do. I thought, you know, there were some things that were challenging about using the platform, but when I really dug in and understood and saw the potential of what it could be, I said, as much as I love collectible and I did, as much as I believe in the fractional markets and I do, that this was a, a bigger opportunity in my opinion. And so, you know, I decided to come on board Slabfolio since taking over Slabfolio, we changed the name to Mascot. We thought this had much wider applications than just sports cards. And so hence the, you know, sort of the, the removal of the name Slab and onto other categories as well. But essentially what uh, Mascot is, uh, it's actually an acronym that we've stolen from Dr. James Beckett. So it stands okay. for multi well, you got to steal, you got to steal from the best, right? You know, so I'll be honest <laughs> with your audience. We didn't originally create the name mascot as an acronym. We just happened to like the name mascot. We thought it was kind of punchy and catchy and cute. When I told Dr. James Beckett, who is a friend and a mentor, if you're, you know, sort of an, an industry leader or want to be an industry leader, you know, having, having a relationship with Dr. James Beckett is, you know, always a good idea. And uh, so, you know, I spoke to him and I said, you know, here's what we're doing. Here's the name mascot. And he said, that's a brilliant name. And I said, brilliant. Why? Well, I appreciate that. But why is it brilliant? He said, it's a great acronym. And I said, acronym? He goes, yeah, multi-sales channel technology, mascot. And I said, wow, uh, that's amazing. I'm stealing it and I'll give you <laughs> credit. So uh, multi-sales channel technology, really what mascot does, and it really does two things. Mascot is the easiest way to manage your collection and the easiest way to list your collection for sale, simply put. So Ezra, okay. is this, when you initially conceived this and kind of, um, rebranded re it. Are you looking for your initial customer or the per target market? Is it the collector or is it the uh, card, the store owner or uh, the dealer or, or is it a combination of both? What got me excited was there's so many applications of mascot depending on who you are or who you're with. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a bunch of examples. If you're a new marketplace forming, there's new marketplaces forming 
all the time. All the time. The biggest challenge for, for a marketplace is getting inventory. The easiest way for new marketplaces to get inventory is to sync up with Mascot, where people who already have inventory on the platform that are already sending to eBay and MySlabs can also send to their marketplace just with one click of a button. If you're a grading company, you know one of the biggest uh, leading indicators of a grading company's success is secondary market uh, efficiency, secondary market velocity, You know how easy it is to sell the items that are in that slab. Yep. Right? By, by integrating with Mascot, not only can we get items directly to them, but we can get it on the secondary market very easily, which thus you know, sort of creates that flywheel effect to get items in the door. If you're a collector, People have pain points just managing collections. I've seen people at shows and whatnot and, you know, through conversations who literally keep track of their collection on the back of a napkin or, you know, with pencil on a paper or the clunky Excel spreadsheets. There's not a lot of great digitized, easy management tools. This does everything you want for it. Uh, if you're a dealer, you have thousands of items that are constantly being recycled. How do you keep track of your costs? How do you keep track of your P&L? What do you do when your accountant comes calling around tax time? It's a real yeah. massive pain point. Uh, the list could go on and on and on. If you're a hobby shop, now you have to comply with Fanatics' requirements. You need a lot of data. How do you keep track of that data? Mascot, right? There's so many applications. I could keep going, by the way, but there's so many applications of Mascot. Oh, sure you could. <laughs> there, there's so many applications of Mascot that make this a really awesome, almost operating system, depending on who you are and what your affiliation is in this industry. And that's what really got me excited. When we took over Slabfolio, we really did uh, three things primarily as our first course of business. One is we changed the whole uh, user experience. Slabfolio was amazing when it came to functionality and features, but it was hard to navigate. Mm -hmm. We made it a lot simpler. You can literally within 60 seconds, get a thousand items into Mascot, have it beautifully displayed, pulling all of your high-res images. And that's through direct relationships and partnerships with all the major grading companies. So we're integrated PSA, SUC, Beckett, um, CGC and TAG at the moment. Other grading companies hopefully will come yep. on board shortly. So are we, are we scanning uh, cards in and taking pictures of them or we're we using uh, existing images that we have through a grading company and through eBay or, or any other marketplaces? Is yeah, great, great question there. So there's really three, uh, three or four different ways to get your inventory in. Whatever kind of form or function you have it in right now likely works. So you can either enter in serial numbers manually. You can do that. When you do that, Essentially, it'll pull any data automatically for you that is stored by the grading company. A lot of the grading companies have high-res images of your cards already stored. Mm -hmm. By simply putting in the serial number, a high-res image will come up. All the details around what the product is, the grade, the serial number, all that stuff will populate automatically for you. The other uh, way to do it is if you have a, an Excel spreadsheet, you can up, essentially upload that spreadsheet directly onto mascot it will read whatever columns you have you'll have to map them out but it takes you know i kid you not a couple seconds to do if you already have scans of the card simply just drag and drop scans either in bulk or file whatever you want to do just drag it in there and our technology will read all of it and pull in that image along with all the data on those uh, items directly for you so it's very easy to get items in i've seen demos where i've seen users i should say you know have files of thousands of cards I was just with Gary Vaynerchuk yesterday. He had 300 cards that he pulled from PWCC. It took him 37 seconds to have his entire collection populate right into Mascot. He was absolutely blown away by it. So very easy to get items in. My question to you is, um, I know you can do raw cards now, and you can also do, I know you guys are doing comic books and uh, TGCG cards and non-sports cards and the like. Um, is there any 
way to do unopened stuff, unopened packs, un uh, unopened cases. I mean, un unopened uh, boxes, uh, unopened sets, that kind of stuff. So you, you, you piggyback off of what I started to answer in the previous question, which is other things we did. We also expanded the categories that we're in. When we took over Slab Foley, we were just graded sports cards. You're right, Jeff. Now we're uh, graded or raw sports cards, non-sports cards, TCG. That means Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, anything you know, yep. sort of in that category. And comics, either raw or graded. Sealed product, I will say, has been by far, by far the most requested expansion uh, that I've heard. And that's likely coming from distributors. It's coming from hobby shops. It's coming from collectors. We are going to be working uh, pretty actively after we just get through launch and after we get through the national to, uh, you know, to enable the support of sealed products. So my hope, and I never want to put time frames because um, you never know these things, but we're going to be working very hard to get sealed product available as quickly as we can. And then from there, pretty much any category in collectibles, I think this product can really support and make managing and listing of those items very easy. How about autograph cards? Cards that are autographed, not 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 uh, factory autograph cards. Like, you know, we do TTM. So I have thousands, thousands of cards that have been signed by guys. So when I manage my inventory, I have to say, is it autographed or not autographed, you know? Yep. If it's in if it's in a slab, so if, the, if it's slabbed and there's an auto grade, uh, that will autom automatically be read by the software. So it'll give you two grades. Essentially, one is... You know, the card grade, even if it's authentic or, uh, you know, it'll give you both the card grade and the autograph grade. If there's no autograph grade on it, you can always mention the fact that it's there in the listing description, or you can put what's called a tag. So you can indicate directly on the tag uh, that it is autographed. So, yes. Now, does, does it uh, manage uh, value of the card so that, that uh, I scan in a 1976 Fred Lynn that's a, that's a PSA 7 and, and does it give a, a, a current value of that card? So we partnered up with a company called Card Hedge. I was very impressed by their technology uh, and I was also impressed by their depth of catalog. Uh, they, they, kept, they keep track of real-time pricing on the largest assortment of cards in the industry out of any data pricing provider. So we partnered up with them. We're working very hard to get that integration in. My assumption is either shortly before or shortly after this podcast airs, you will be able to see a real-time pricing of your collection. What that means is really two things. When you upload inventory to the platform, to the extent that card is kept in Card Hedger's database, not every card is there yet, uh, it will pull in the last comp or the last couple comps uh, on those cards, which will just make it easy for you to know what your collection may be worth at any time. But it'll also be very informative when it goes to, you know, the price at which you should list your cards for sale. Knowing, you know, by and large where it's been trading or what it might be worth will make it easier for people to say, okay, I'm going to list my card for this because last comp was this. You could also do, you know, bulk pricing, which means if you want to say, all right, you know, I want to change my pricing all across my entire collection by 2%, 1%, 10%, you name it all in one shot. You don't have to change the pricing on every listing. You can do this all in bulk. It's really an incredible tool once people see it. So um, it's not, you're not selling cards through the marketplace. It's just, you're, you're just selling it through. E so if I have an account with eBay or I have an account with PWCC or whoever, that, the, that card, uh, when it's sold, it could be sold through your, through uh, uh, mascot, right? So I, I, I'm in mascot. I'm looking for, you know, a, a rookie Jim Rice card and I, and I want, Oh, I found a Jim Rice card that I want to purchase, but it's on sale through eBay. Do I have to leave mascot? 
to purchase that card or does that card, uh, can I purchase it through a mascot? Yeah, to, 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 to clarify any confusion, so mascot itself is not a marketplace. Right. You're not transacting on mascot. We partnered up with existing and very reputable marketplaces. Right now we have partnerships with eBay, MySlabs. We have an integration with Shopify, which allows you to list items on Amazon, any social media channel, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we have partnerships that are coming down the pipe with multiple other marketplaces, some of which you, know, you, you could probably imagine. We want to essentially give people the ability to list you know, their items across as many marketplaces as possible, all with the one click of a button. You know, creating individual listings across multiple platforms is very time consuming. Right. And it's also fraught with error. A lot of people are doing that at the moment, but what happens is when it sells in one marketplace, you then have to A, remember that your item is listed on other marketplaces. You gotta go log in, you gotta remove the listing. And what often happens, and I've heard this from a lot of people, is that they either forget to do that, which means people then buy the item on different marketplace and that affects their feedback. If they have to say, oh, sorry, it's already sold. Buyers are all often unhappy because they buy something thinking it's theirs only to find out that in fact, you know, the item is already sold and, you know, the seller can't fulfill. So uh, all that to be said is that, yes, you can create one listing uh, mascot. It'll integrate with your existing marketplace accounts. And so when you create a listing on my on mascot, it creates listings all across any integrated marketplace. So if any transaction happens, it happens across all the different marketplaces. Uh, if you sell a card through eBay and it's listed on Facebook Marketplace, then it's gonna it'll will come down from all the different marketplaces once it's yeah, sold. Yeah, correct. What, what what mascot will do is mascot automatically and instantaneously removes all other listings for you. So you have 10 different listings up of the same item. If it sells on eBay, all other nine listings will automatically be removed for you. So you don't do anything. Mascot handles all that for you. And, and right now it's a free service, correct? Free service. The intention is to always keep the basic tools free. We are building premium features. Think of advanced pricing algorithms and you know sort of advanced features that you may need. That likely won't be free. Uh, and we're also, uh, we've structured a bunch of commercial arrangements with various vendors that enable us to make money as well. So if uh, I want to go into Mascot and I want to manage my inventory, but I want it to be private and it doesn't show up in a search tool or, or any of the marketplaces, is that, is that audit, is that the default? Yeah. So if you just sign up for a Mascot account, uh, essentially you'll get all the basic management tools for free. So you can get your items in very easily. You can just manage, you can see where you own, you can see, you know, the pricing of it. You could sort, filter, just keep track of it all really elegantly. Uh, if you want to integrate with other marketplaces, you certainly can. You have to integrate all of your other channels directly on Mascot, and that gives you the full functionality right now, which is really just manage and the fastest listing tool on the market. When you were, or, uh, when you left collectibles and you were looking for another opportunity, what appealed to you most about uh, joining uh, Slabfolio and then, you know, rebranding it as mascot with uh, these new features and benefits. Yeah, I mean, I was truly, and I, I, it almost sounds a little cliched to say this, but truly when I first saw Slabfolio, when you sort of had to, you had to look past a little bit what, you know, was there at the moment, just see the full potential of it. I saw so much opportunity and I saw a product that I think could really be uh, used by almost every different type of market participant. It made 
the whole experience of managing and listing so much faster, so much easier. There were so many applications for new marketplaces, so many applications for grading companies, so many applications for uh, various partnerships. And you know, I think the, the two most scarce things that people have in general oftentimes are time and money. And this really solved time and money for a lot of people. When I say time, you know, what used to take hours or days now takes minutes or seconds with Mascot. And when I say time, there's an interesting stat that there's about 10 times more buyers of collectibles than there are sellers of collectibles. Okay. There's probably a bunch of theories and theses as to why that could be. One of mine that I firmly believe in because I've had direct firsthand experience with this is just how clunky and how time consuming it is to create listings and you know, just go just actually sell items. It's hard. It's not like no one's come up with a really elegant, fast solution for how to you know, sell items in this industry. And this, I think, really is that tool that solves it. So when I saw this product, I said, you know, here's something that I think can be used by everyone. Here's something that I think has a lot of use cases and applications. And uh, we came in and we really did three things. I, said, I think I said this already, but we made it a lot faster through direct partnerships, all the grading companies, you can get items in about 100 to 200 times faster than you could on Slabfolio. You can, you know, just navigating the platform is much easier. And we expanded, you know, what types of items the platform can support. And again, I think we're, you know, within not too much time, we'll be in as many categories as possible. Is the full platform up and running now as we speak? Platforms up and running uh, with mascot.com. Sign up for free. Follow us on social media at with mascot. We'll be at the national, which is coming up obviously next week or this week, whenever, whenever this airs, uh, we'll be at booth 329 in the corporate section. Please come check it out, see a demo. And I think you'll see what I saw. Is it um, strange for you to going from a, a big company like collectibles to a, a small company, really a startup, you're, you know, you're, what do you have? Six employees. I think I read. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you know when you're when you're in a startup and you're a small company, you kind of do everything, right? It's not not no pass it over to Jim, he'll do it, and pass it over to Tony, he'll do it. It's like Ezra, you're doing it. <laughs> That's a great idea, but you're doing it. <laughs> you know, when I when I mentally committed to uh, leaving Collectible, there were a bunch of opportunities I was considering. A lot of them were more established companies, big companies that everyone would know in the space, and then you know a more early stage company like Mascot and. Whether I'm crazy or nuts or whatever it is, I love early stage companies. I love rolling up my hands, getting dirty. I love, you know, seeing just the direct impact of the work you're putting in versus the output. I love the potential. I love, you know, kind of building something from nothing up to something that's huge. So I love that. I really love early stage companies. It doesn't. Yeah, I do too. I find it very exhilarating and very exciting. And so ultimately, uh, you know, also I should say I loved. I love the team who I was joining. I love the founders. Uh, very successful entrepreneurs who built, you know, publicly traded companies worth billions of dollars. Uh, I saw this application of, you know, kind of inventory management, multi-sales channel technology really work in other categories. A prime example is with the secondary market tickets. If you have tickets to, you know, whoever your fandom is, let's, I'm a Giants fan. I love football. I'm a New York Giants fan. So if I have, you know, Giants tickets, for, you know, for Sunday in the fall and for whatever reason I can't go to the game, there's really two options for me. I could list it on one marketplace, call it Vivid Seats or StubHub, but I'm only limited to the amount of buyers who that marketplace has. Or I could use tools that essentially send the same tickets out to 12 different marketplaces, StubHub, Vivid, SeatGeek, Ticketmaster, TickPick, you name it, all the marketplaces out there. 
by the same effort that I could put into listing on just StubHub, I could do it all at the 12 different marketplaces, maximizing my eyeballs and potential uh, buyers. And so I think, you know, we've seen this work in other categories and I, I don't see a reason why it's not going to work in collectibles. And that's something that's also very exciting to me. Do you, where, where do you see uh, the acceptance rate uh, ramping up to? Do you think, you know, do you think this, this is going to be accepted uh, by the hobby in, in six months, in a year? Where, where do you, where do you, where do you see mentally like, okay, a year from now, we're going to be, a, we're going to be right where I want to be and where, where I think we can make a difference or is that, you know, when, what's the, when, when is that time frame in your mind? Great, great question. You know, I mean, I think, I think when people see this and they understand it, they're going to realize I need to be on it. And I can't believe I wasn't on it before. Uh, I do think people need to see things to really believe it. And they need you know, sort of that critical mass of adoption sometimes. What I'll also say about this, about this industry in particular, I would say is this industry is not an early adoption industry. People uh, tend to be a little bit more of a laggard when it comes to adopting new technologies. I, I've used this example, but I think it's important. You know, I've had so many conversations with Joe Orlando, and I think a lot of people know sure. Joe Orlando used to be, you know, the president and CEO of PSA. PSA obviously is one of the biggest brands and you know grading companies in the space. And what he would say is, people think PSA was an overnight success. PSA had ten dark years. PSA was on the verge of bankruptcy many, many times for ten years, and now you know they're a billion-dollar-plus company, right? So always tough to pinpoint exactly when. Uh, new technologies and new ways of doing things will be adopted in this industry. What I will say is I've never believed stronger in a product that this is something that the market needs and will adopt. And our job is to get the word out as much as possible, demo the product as much as possible, get in front of enough people uh, for them to really see the power of it. Yeah. I mean, personally, I don't sell, I don't, I don't sell the stuff, my stuff, but my wife has been on me for the last six months to get an inventory of what I have because she has no idea what I have. And like, you know, if something happens to me, it's, it's a room full of cards to her. Mickey Mantle's the same, same as Stan Pappy to her. She doesn't know the difference. <laughs> so well, I'm I, would, to- I, would, I would recommend mascot to you then Jeff. I think yes. I think the, well, I signed up for my account yesterday, I think, or two days ago. So I have to, I have to go and uh, get going on this because I've been doing this manually on in a notebook. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, there, and there's and there's so many people just like you, Jeff. And uh, yeah, it's it's one thing I've been hearing is if God forbid anything were to happen to me, my kids or my spouse or whoever it is, my family would have no idea what it's worth, where it is, where I bought these things, how to handle it, how to manage it. And so for people like you, and I think there's a lot of them, this is a really great tool for you to start utilizing. Yeah. I mean, it's a burden you don't want to pass on to you, your your kids or, or, or your wife. And um, it's, it's much, much needed. Do you, who do you see as your competition? Is there anyone else out there that's kind of in that, in the space right now? Well, you know, uh, on competition, I've been asked this question uh, a few times. And what I would say to competition is I always like competition. I don't No, no, no. I, I, I know. I wasn't, wasn't saying the, 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 I mean, it's good to be the only person doing it. Right. But, um, there, there are, there are a couple, um, a couple companies doing something similar. You know, I would point to, there's a company called Card Dealer Pro. Uh, there's another company, I believe they're called Kronios, who have the inventory management part of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think they've kind of done what we've done. I don't think their technology is nearly as good. I don't think their relationships and partnerships and distribution are nearly as good. Uh, all those also are paid subscription products for basic tools. Ours is completely free. 
you know, I think there's so many ways why, you know, we're going to really kind of differentiate ourselves and be, and be better than those tools. But what I will say is, and I mean this seriously, I always like competition when there's competition. It means you're onto something and it means that there's something worth building there. Uh, and I also like competition because, you know, seeing what competitors are doing, uh, you know, really allows you to, you know, sort of build the best product uh, to be able to, you know, just give your users the best experience. So I always like competition. I always find competition to be something good as opposed to something uh, negative. But certainly there are other tools out there. I, I just think ours is, is, is the best by a, a, a good amount. You know, AI has been really the uh, the, the the buzzword, right? In computers and and technology in the last year, is there any uh, form of AI that that's built into this, or um, something that that can help make it even easier for the user to get his or her collection into the system? Yeah, so the the, the collection part is really done through all all APIs. Um, I would say a few of the grading companies are integrating AI into their process. So whatever they integrate in their process will flow through to our process too. We are experimenting with AI when it comes to listing descriptions. Mm -hmm. With things like ChatGPT, for instance, you, know, you could create pretty elegant and pretty, pretty good listing descriptions for items across marketplaces with very minimal effort. So we are experimenting with that. We want to make sure if we implement it, that it's implemented well, as opposed to just saying we have AI. I, what, I, what I will also say is as much as people want AI and like AI, uh, in this category in particular, people are often scared of new technologies and not always, you know, early, early, early to adopt it. It is something we're looking at. I do think, you know, the advent of it will make everything a lot easier going forward. And, uh, you know, we, we always want to be pretty progressive when it comes to technology adoption. Sure. What, what uh, are your plans for the national and what's your goals for the national in terms of, uh, you, know, you know, meeting, meeting, meeting the, your, your, your plans going in? Because it's obviously it's a perfect timing to get the word out about uh, uh, Mascot. But what are your, your goals for what would you like to see from, from the company coming out of the national? Yeah, I would, say, I would say it's two things primarily. You know, one is on the user side which is really just showcasing the product to as many people as we possibly can. Truly, it's a product that once people see it and understand it, I'm incredibly confident they're going to love it and really want to start using it. So, you know, we're going to be giving demos. We're going to have a booth in the corporate section. You'll be able to sign up. Uh, you'll be able to see what it, you know, what it does and how it looks and how fast it is. So on the user side, just getting the word out, getting, you know, having this in front of as many people mm -hmm. as possible. On the corporate side, you know, there's, I think I mentioned this before, there's a lot of applications for other companies in this space, really established companies to find success through partnership with Mascot. We have a lot of meetings set up, whether marketplaces, grading companies, uh, you know, product suppliers, you name it. There's a whole host of, of meetings that we have. My days are packed to the gills out there and you know, excited to really showcase the capabilities of Mascot to other vendors and other companies who can work directly with Mascot to help accelerate their businesses as well. We're speaking with Ezra Levine. He is the brand new CEO. How long have you been on the job, Ezra? Four months. Four months. The platform just opened this past week is called Mascot. You go to with Mascot. That's all on social media with W-I-T-H Mascot, M-A-S-C-O-T at with mascot on all social media follow them you can go to the website which is with mascot.com um do you have to download an app or anything or, or how do you how does it how, how does the user uh get to use it or you just tr draw i think i just went on the website and signed up for a, a user id and password on the website is that 
Is that the only way to get as on? As of now, it's just website based. Yeah. If you go to the website, www.withmascot.com, we are building a mobile app and we hope to get that out as soon as we possibly can. You know, I think particularly when it comes to shows and, uh, and when people are on the go, you know, having a mobile presence is very important. You can use it on your mobile, on your phone. So if you just go, you know, open up a browser, type in withmascot.com, you can certainly use it, get items in it. It's not as good in terms of functionality as going through the desktop version if you're up by your computer. Yep. So uh, as of right now, www.withmascot.com. And uh, that's, that's probably the best approach for you as of today. And Mascot allows you to manage your inventory, your, your collectibles inventory. It doesn't have to, have to be cards. It can be uh, comic books and, and uh, gaming cards and, and um, other things, right? Do ticket stubs, do we do ticket stubs and photos and all that kind of stuff or no? Not yet. Tickets, okay. photographs, all that stuff that is easy for us to unveil uh, will also be coming. You know, first order business, I think, is going to be sealed product, wax, you name it. Tickets, photographs, you name it, memorabilia, all that is firmly on a radar yeah, yearbooks and programs and that kind of stuff all that all that stuff again you know it, it, this program will and should work for all those categories we want you know because i think that the average collector doesn't always just have you know one form of collectibles they don't always just have trading cards they can have you know i, I know for myself i have tickets i have photographs i have cards i have memorabilia i want one platform that handles everything for you and that's and that's one thing that mascot will be doing in the in you know in the, in the not too distant future very cool. So it's a new manage, inventory management program for collectibles, we'll say right now. Uh, it also allows collectors to sell their collectibles through multiple multiple sales channels. So that's that's really cool. And it is also uh, tied in with mo the four four or five major grading companies, right? We, um, and it's SGC, CGC, and TAG uh, are, are our current grading partners now. So if you have any of those slab cards or you want to submit items directly to them, you can do that with Mascot. All right, make sure if you're going to Chicago at the National, make sure you stop by their, their booth. They will be at the National in the uh, the um, corporate set section. What's the booth again? Number again? 329. 329. 329. All right, my friend. Anything else you want to add before I let you go? Always a pleasure to be on the show, Jeff. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for the great content always. And uh, no, you know, if you're at the National, please stop by the booth, 329. We'd love to talk to you. We'd love to help. Uh, get your collection set up. And I think, again, once people see the product, they understand it. I think they're, re they're really going to love it. And uh, we're, we're just excited for the opportunity. All right, so we'll have you on in a couple of months when, when you're up and running and you have some uh, st statistics to share with us, you know, use user interface and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure you'll have 12 new things going on <laughs> at that time. Awesome, Jeff. Yes, I would, I would all love right, thank you. Safe travels, and I will see you in Chicago. Take care, Jeff. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Buying and selling sports cards has never been easier thanks to the free Collect app. With a million collectors on the app, you can find just about anything. Build your PC, sell off your cards for top dollar, trade up to get your Grail card. Are you new to the app? Don't worry about it. There's an option to check out with credit card, generate shipping and tracking, and use promo credits towards deals. Download Collects, that's Collects, C-O-L-L-X for free on the App Store or Google Play. Well, Joe, I'm looking for big things for, for Mascot because Ezra Levine took collectibles from a, a nothing company and a, just a, an idea to a, a leader in the in our hobby in a short time. And uh, I'm really uh, 
interested in, in this the new software and then you know i don't know about you but i'm i've been doing my starting to get my inventory all in order and i've been doing it by hand so it's like now i have a complete uh, computer place to to put all this stuff which i'm very thrilled about and there's no no charge to use the the uh, software and it's not just for store owners it's actually for collectors as well so um check it out definitely sounds like a good idea i mean anytime you see there's some people in you know in any branch of really anything where when you hear their name and hear that it's attached to something you go oh that's going to be good ezra's one of those guys that i think in the when it comes to the tech side of sports collectibles He's one of those guys. So definitely take a look at this uh, new uh, new venture that he's got going on. I agree. I hope you guys enjoyed my interview with Ezra, Ezra, Ezra Levine from Mascot. All right, guys, this Saturday, we do not have a show. There will be no TTM Cash show on this Saturday. Drew gets to sleep late. He gets to have a big breakfast. He gets to take his wife out. He can do whatever he wants. Maybe he'll, he'll go to 73 baseball card uh, shows and uh, – go to 73 baseball games and get millions of autographs. Drew, you are free. I've set you free for, for Saturday. Yay, which of course, what happens this week, we only have the Gary South Shore Railcats or the other company in town who have nobody on their team. So it's like, <laughs> oh, great. I can, I, I get to sit at home. So yeah. when it, it's always the way, isn't it? Yeah, yep. we. it's funny because we, you know, we, we uh we have a, a up and down schedule right sometimes we're really busy and then other times we have nothing to do and it always seems to be the time that we have something to do we get like four other invitations and the time that there's nothing to do we're just sitting there like looking at each other watching some stupid yep. movie <laughs> on netflix so i don't know it's just weird yeah we got the same thing going on here typically so yeah, nothing, uh, nothing this weekend for the graphing at all. Uh, have fun at the national. We'll be keeping up with you from there and everything. And that reminds me, I need to get you those uh, those hockey ones to look out for as well. All right, so yeah, can, send me that. I'll, send I'll me email the... that list here right after this. Yeah, text it to me if it's okay. if it's a small list. All right, guys. Next Wednesday, next Wednesday, we will be back with TTM Cast One One. We have Pat Hughes. Pat Hughes played for Boston University. Drew, he played. He was on the only Boston University team that made a ball, which oh, is wow. on which is something uh, Boston University does not have football anymore. He played uh, 10 seasons in the NFL with the Giants and the Saints. He was a linebacker. He was a really good, he was a really, really good player. So we talked to Pat about his time in the NFL, his time at, uh, in college and, and signing autographs. So that will be on next Wednesday's show. I think that's it, Drew. Anything else you want to add before I let you go? No, I think we got everything pretty well covered there. Just, uh, hey, you enjoy the National. Any of our listeners, if you're headed to the National, enjoy it as well. We'll looking forward to seeing and hearing about what everyone gets out there and yeah go enjoy that all right thanks buddy all right guys we're going to wish everyone many happy returns remember no show on saturday but we will see you next wednesday be good stay safe and we will see you on wednesday